Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Recovery Show, where we discuss practical, actionable steps for anyone who wants to achieve their dream of getting and staying well, happy and free from any form of alcohol dependence. Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Recovery Show. Today, I'm going to follow on from the last episode entitled Navigating the Minefield. In that episode, I talked about how important it is to have some sort of plan to support you through your alcohol-free journey. This is crucial, especially in the early days. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I urge you to go back and have a listen before continuing with this week's recording. If you accept that a plan will help you steer through the ups and downs of recovery, what should be in your plan? I talk about this in much, much more detail in my book, The Alcohol-Free Woman, which will be available at the end of 2022. But the content I discuss today is relevant to both men and women, so stay tuned all you guys out there. I've been involved in recovery for about 25 years, And in that time, I've learned a lot about various programmes and I've talked to many people about what has worked for them. There are common threads in many different plans of recovery and I've included these ideas in the plan I put forward in my book. I'll discuss some of those ideas today and by the end of this episode, you will have a handy memory aid to help you remember the basic points of a plan every day. And the first point is one concerning basic biology. When you think about it, we cannot feel enthusiastic about life, whether in recovery or not, if we are ignoring our basic bodily needs. So the initial reminder is to look after your body. Feeling jittery due to low blood sugar caused by eating poorly can be mistaken for an alcohol craving. If you're tired and lethargic, A drink might seem like a solution to pep you up. Your resolve to stick to your alcohol-free goals will be harder if you feel tired, cranky and out of sorts. I know you don't need me to tell you that drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, eating adequately, getting some fresh air is going to make you feel better. It's not rocket science. And I'm not going to insult your intelligence or bore you by going on about it. If you've got into a bit of a rut and you're not sure what to do or just how to make a start, the following is my go-to when I get into a slump. And I call it my feel great in eight. All that is, is that every day I make sure that I sleep for eight hours, that I walk for 8,000 steps, And if you're not able to walk, you could stretch for eight minutes outside, preferably. Eat eight portions of fruit and vegetables per day and drink eight glasses of water and sit down for eight minutes and do nothing except breathe. That means no phone, no TV, no talking for eight minutes at least each day. These are just basics. It's just somewhere to start if you've got into bad habits You could make a list of them and tick them off if you need to, just to help kickstart some new habits. But a word of caution here, do keep it simple. If you've just stopped drinking, focus on that as your health goal and do this other basic stuff to support that. 
Now is not the time to stop drinking and stop smoking and start an intense gym regime and go on a low calorie diet. You get the idea, just one thing at a time. The second suggestion as part of your plan is one that is in many programs of recovery and that is to read, listen to or absorb some inspirational material that helps keep you motivated to stay alcohol free. What goes into our brains shapes our thinking and our behaviour. Books have changed my life and they can change yours too a day at a time. So read, listen or watch something to help you stay sober every day. It could be a book or it could be listening to a podcast like this or watching a video. There's lots of free material on our website winspress.com so check that out. You could take an idea from what you've read and keep it in mind for that day. It could be a quality you want to grow in your character or it could be an affirmation. Whatever resonates with you. Ideally, read or listen first thing in the morning. That helps you set you up for the day. But if you do forget, just do it as soon as you remember. Don't think, oh, I've missed my opportunity now, so I'll have to do it tomorrow. Don't wait. Do it as soon as you can. The next point is to check in with at least one sober friend or mentor every day. This is a common feature of many programmes and you don't need to be in formal recovery to benefit from it. Your buddy is simply someone you can be honest and open with. The type of friend who will call you out if they know that you are trying to make excuses to yourself. By checking in, I mean a phone call, a video call or a face-to-face meeting. If you've got a Facebook friend who knows your story and can relate to you and support you, connect with them. If you have a sponsor or therapist or recovery coach, talk to them. Talk to them even when you don't know what to say. Tell them how you're feeling that day and what's going on for you. If you've got nothing to say, tell them you're just checking in with them and that you've got nothing much to report. That's okay. It's the effort of making the time and effort to show up that counts. There's no point in having a trophy therapist or sponsor if you don't use them. You know, like a trophy you keep on your mantelpiece from a school sports performance. It looks nice, but you don't use it for anything. The trophy just sits there for show. So if you are lucky enough to have someone who supports you, engage with them. And if you outgrow them, find someone else. If you already attend a recovery group, keep this up. And if you find a group helpful, keep attending. The point here is not to try and go it alone. If you don't have anyone to whom you can talk to openly, spend some time today finding people who are sober and well. Join some online groups or follow up on any suggestions or contacts you might have from a doctor or recovery counsellor you're working with. The next point is something that has come up in many conversations I've had with people who've managed to have continuous long periods of sobriety and that is to build in a little reward every day and to to do something that lights you up that obviously doesn't involve alcohol. That something is a type of activity that just puts you into the zone. 
You know when time just flies by because you are so absorbed in an activity. If you don't know what it is, think about what you used to enjoy or what you liked to do as a child. For some people it could be nature. It could be as simple as spending some time outdoors walking and enjoying the feel of the breeze and the sights and the sounds around you. For others, a spiritual practice or a sport might be the answer. But do something that gives you a sense of enjoyment, that makes you feel like life is worth living and it doesn't matter what it is. Whether it's a hobby, a sport, a craft, a physical activity, practising a musical skill or DIY, but do at least one thing every day that you love to do. Write down a list of all the things you used to enjoy doing and things you want to do, but perhaps you were too tired or too hungover or too drunk to do before. Doing something you enjoy cuts out many of the problems people meet in early recovery. People often complain about having too much time on their hands, but don't see this as a problem. See it as an opportunity to do all the stuff you never had time to do before. Boredom is often mentioned as an issue, so doing fun stuff overcomes this. Use your activity as your reward for being sober. I have found that people who build in a reward are successful at maintaining their alcohol-free lifestyle. So do something you enjoy as a treat to keep you motivated. The last point here concerns self-reflection and growth. That means just thinking about your behaviour, especially in situations you might have found difficult. You can just ask yourself if there's anything you would have done differently. That's a type of self-reflection. Looking at your behaviour in this way might feel a bit weird at first if you're not used to doing it. Alcohol will have made things fuzzy, so looking at yourself in this way can seem strange, but it's necessary. Bear with me here. Let's use the analogy of a home when thinking about this. Your body and your mind are a type of home for yourself that goes everywhere with you. If your home is clean, tidy and comfortable, it's a good place to be. But if it needs some attention, perhaps there are things lurking about in the corners or a bit icky, you won't feel very happy there. If it was a real house, you would give it attention by cleaning it, doing necessary repairs and dealing with pests such as bugs or mice. By looking at your actions, you are keeping your mind in good repair. It might be hard at first, but it'll get easier. If you find it difficult, you can ask your sober friend, mentor, sponsor or counsellor to help you. You can talk through your behaviour with them and work out better ways to deal with life. Self-reflection is a skill that helps you be aware of the feelings that come up for you in response to certain people, places or events. These feelings could trigger a drink. So self-reflection is an important skill to help keep you sober. When you are reflecting on your actions, thoughts or responses, remember to be kind towards yourself. It's not an exercise in some sort of self-punishment. It's to help you learn and move forward. So be gentle on yourself and give yourself some slack. Life can be hard. You don't need to make it harder. See what it is you have done. Note it and think of a better way to do it next time. This self-reflection and self-awareness are key aspects of growth. And growth means getting better at handling difficult experiences in life. It means growing skills, 
so that we can get on better with other people and feel happier in ourselves. If we're not growing and moving forward, we're stuck. Stagnation leaves room to slip back into old patterns, back into outmoded unconscious behaviour that could lead right back to a drink. So keep moving forward. By engaging in regular daily self-reflection, it's easier to catch yourself slipping back into old patterns before they become re-established as a habit. The following is an example of self-reflection. Say you make a minor mistake at work. It's not a huge error. No one's life depends on it, but it has caused some minor expense or extra time to put it right. How did you manage your mistake? Did you try to cover up or blame someone else? Did you beat yourself up and call yourself rude names? Or did you over-apologise and make a really big deal of it? Most people find it helpful to self-reflect towards the end of the day. But again, if you forget to do it at the right time, just do it when you can but do it every day. Now, don't groan, but keeping some sort of log or notebook of your thoughts is useful. You could use an app on your phone to make a few notes or a file on your computer. I'm not talking about writing a literary masterpiece. It's just for your use. You could even keep audio notes or a video diary. Keeping a record can help you see your progress and spot patterns, but do what feels natural for you. If you do use a notebook, just get a jotter. It's not about being perfect. So today and every day, this is a summary of what to do. This is the basics of your plan. It's not the whole plan, but it's just some activities that you could build in every day to help give you structure and routine to help you along your alcohol-free journey. The first thing is to remember to look after the basics of what your body needs. The second thing is to engage in some regular self-reflection and to build skills to help you grow and move forward in life. The third thing is to do something you enjoy and build in a reward each day for being sober. The fourth thing is to read or take in some literature to keep you motivated to stay alcohol free. And lastly, to talk to a friend who wants to help you stay alcohol free and is willing to be honest with you. The key to success is doing these actions every single day. So to help you remember, I've created a memory aid to bring the five points to mind. And the memory aid is the word Treat, T-R-E-A-T. T for treat your body well. R for reflect on your actions. Three, E for enjoy an activity. Four is A and that stands for absorb some uplifting content. And lastly, T, for talk to a trusted friend. Treat. Of course, there is much, much more to sustaining a contented, alcohol-free lifestyle. What I've done today is just outlined the very basics of a plan that could help get you started and provide a scaffolding of support 
as you go from one day to the next. I've tried to keep it simple and to the point. So I hope that today and each day going forward, you can treat yourself in the best possible way to help you achieve your dream of being free from any form of alcohol dependence. I look forward to talking to you next time. So for today, bye for now. Bye.